0: My name is Rick Renner, and today I'm standing in a destroyed room of the Gatchina Palace just outside of St. Petersburg, Russia. This was a magnificent palace that was given by Catherine the Great to her boyfriend, Count Urlov. But when he died, she bought the palace back and she gave it to her son, who was Paul I. He moved here with his family, and it became their favorite residence. This house stayed in the Romanov family for generations, and it was a beautiful place until World War II when the enemy came. And when the Germans came into Russia, they ravaged the old palaces, they stripped them bare, and when they retreated, they bombed them and burned them. The destruction in this place is breathtaking all around me. I see emblems on the wall that are in fragments and in pieces behind me are the remnants of a once magnificent fireplace. What the enemy did to this place is just unthinkable, especially if when you think of how lavish and beautiful it was before it came under attack. But there's a little fragment here that's completely restored. The restorers wanted to give a sample they wanted to give an illustration of what can be done with the work of restoration. They've decided to leave the rest of the room destroyed so that when visitors come, they can see what was and they can see what restorers have the ability to do. It makes me think of the work of Jesus. Jesus said in Luke nineteen ten, that the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. What part of your life has come under attack. Has the devil ransacked your life? Has he taken your finances and your health and attacked your family? Has he attacked your self-image and stripped you bare, burned you and left you in a state of destruction? Well, when Jesus comes, he begins to seek what was lost so that he can bring restoration to it. And when Jesus restores, he doesn't just fix it. He makes it better than it was to begin with. When I look at this little slither that has been restored, it is quite remarkable to think, this could be restored in such a magnificent way when all around it is absolute destruction. But that's what happens when Jesus goes to work in our life. He seeks to save what was lost. And that's what he wants to do in your life. And that is what I
1: want to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust. A message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick.
0: Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Runner, and I want to say thank you for letting me come into your space. And today we're going to see that Jesus, the Great Restorer, can restore the years that you have lost along the way he really can. But I want you to order the series, which is called You Are God's Restoration Project. And today is the last day that we're offering this five-part series on the program. The subtitle says, How God Restores the Desolate Places in Your Life. Please order this today. Again, it's the last day that we're offering it on the program, and it comes with a study guide and today also for the last time on the program we're offering you a bundle of denise's books we're offering you her book called who stole cinderella the art of happily ever after it's primarily addressed to women but i've read it four times and i found it to be a great help to me this would be a blessing to anybody who wants to see their marriage be better then we're offering denise's book called the gift of forgiveness which is about what happens when you receive forgiveness or when you give forgiveness to someone else. That is really powerful. We're offering you Denise's book called Redeemed from Shame. I know it's hard to believe when you look at Denise, she looks like she's never had a problem in her life. And really, my wife has lived a godly life. She is amazing to me. But earlier in life, she had to deal with some issues of shame that were deep inside her. No one would have known it. But Denise was really dealing with those issues of shame, and Jesus set her free, and as a result, she wrote this book called Redeemed from Shame. And if you deal with any areas of embarrassment or shame, you need to read this book, because Jesus redeemed you and set you free from shame. And then we're offering you Denise's book called Do You Know What Time It Is? You say, yeah, all I have to do is look at my clock. Well, this book really isn't about that. This book is about buying back lost time and lost opportunities. The Bible says you can redeem the time. So just because you've blown some opportunities and you've wasted time doesn't mean you can't redeem it and buy it back. The grace of God will enable you to redeem it and get it back again. And that's what this book is about. Wow, these are all so good. And then for anybody who becomes a partner with our ministry, we will automatically send you two books As our way of saying, welcome to our partner family. Oh, how we love our partners. I pray for them every morning, every night. If you were to hear the prayer in our offices, you would hear a roar of people praying as we pray and intercede for people who are partners with our ministry or for anyone who reaches out to us for prayer. But the moment you become a partner... We're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone and Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. We want every partner particularly to have these two books. And you might say, what's a partner? A partner is anyone who regularly financially gives to our ministry to help us take the teaching of the Bible to people all over the world. Remember, everyone doesn't have available to them what you have available to you. And there really are people saying, God, please send me somebody with teaching that I can trust. And when you put fuel in the tank of our ministry financially, you and help us to become the answer to that prayer. So please, if you're not a partner, become a partner. And if you are, thank you for being a partner. But reach for your Bible. And today we're going to wrap up this series called You Are God's Restoration Project And today we're going to go to Joel chapter 2. But on Monday, we looked at John 10.10. If you didn't see Monday's program, go to the archives or order the series, You Are God's Restoration Project. We saw a brand new interpretive version of John 10.10 that is simply life transforming. Then on Tuesday, we studied Ephesians 2, verses 2 through 10, where we learned... That before we came to Christ, the devil was doing his best to abuse and damage all of us. Everyone has a story. And to some degree, we all need a little restoration work in our lives. And when the grace of God comes, it transforms us. And we saw in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that the word poiema is used, where it's translated workmanship In the King James Version, but it really describes a masterpiece like a literary masterpiece, which means when Jesus comes into your life, he writes a new ending to the story. The scenario changes and you become God's masterpiece created marvelously in Christ Jesus. Amen. Then we saw on Wednesday that Jesus is the great restorer, and particularly, we saw in Psalm 23, verse 3, David says, He restores my soul, and we walked through the restoration process of how God works in our lives to restore us. Yesterday, we looked at the anointing on Jesus to bring restoration to various parts of our life. We saw his words, In Luke chapter 4, verses 16 to 19, where he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me too. And then he begins to describe various places where he releases his restorative powers to make people whole again. But today I want to ask you, do you have areas of your life that are in need of restoration? Do you feel that you've been under assault? And over the years you've lost opportunities. You've lost years well, listen to what God promises in Joel chapter 2, verse 25. God says, and I will restore to you. Listen to that. I will restore to you. In Hebrew, it means I'm going to make up to you. I'm going to recompense to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm, and the caterpillar and the palmer word. Well, what are the locusts, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer? Whatever they are, they have come through like a devouring army and have consumed everything in their path. And actually, the locust, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, these are all different phases of the same thing. And in the same way, when the enemy destroys, sometimes he comes in phases One wave comes through, then another wave comes through, and another wave comes through. You wonder, will this ever end? Well, the people that God was speaking to in this text, they had been in four successive years of attack. First, the locust came, then the canker worm, then the caterpillar, then the palmer worm, and had devoured everything, and they were in a state of total destruction. Locusts, listen to this, as they migrate, they grow. They change color. They grow bigger muscles, and they gather into massive clouds that roll across the landscape and devastate crops. And believe it or not, a locust can travel ninety miles in a day and consumes its weight as it travels. And when a big swarm of locusts move through, there is nothing left. How about the cankerworm? Well. In Hebrew, it's really called the licking locust. You know why? Because it licks up the grass of the field as it goes through. And when it passes by, there's no grass of the field left. Then you have the caterpillar. We find this word in Psalm 105, 34 and Jeremiah 51, 14 and 17. And again, it describes a devouring, consuming horde. Then you come to the palmer worm. You say, what is the palmer worm? Well, it was a form of a caterpillar that moved like pilgrims in large bands and large swarms and devoured everything in its path. And according to Joel chapter 2, verse 25, the locust, the canker worm, the caterpillar and the palmer worm had all come through. And in four successive years, these people had experienced complete destruction. But in Joel 2, 25, God says, I will restore to you. I will restore to you the years, the years that the locusts hath eaten, the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. Even though these insects had marched through their territory like a mighty army, multiplying and destroying everything in their path, God said, nonetheless, I'm going to restore everything to you. And my friends, that is God's promise to you. Sometimes in life, we lose things along the way and we think that they're lost forever. And I want to tell you a little bit about lost years. Lost years can feel like fruitless years. What do I mean? After a lot of work was done, in all those years, it feels like the locust passed through, and after everything that you had done and invested in those years, you may feel like you have nothing to show for it. It feels like such a loss of years. Maybe it was a failed venture. Maybe it was a bad investment. Maybe it was a misguided policy. Or maybe you put a lot of effort into a relationship day by day, month by month, year by year, and in the end, it led to disappointment. That is truly a fruitless experience. Lost years are also very painful years because when you look back on the time that you've lost, it is so painful to think after all you did, after all the hopes that you had, it was all lost and usually a lot of pain is associated with lost years. Lost years often are also selfish years when you made a lot of dumb decisions You made a lot of unwise investments. You did things in your relationships that were completely improper, and as a result, you lost so much, and as you look back on those years, you may have a sense of regret because you can see it was your selfishness that caused you to lose all those opportunities and all that time, and lost years can also be loveless years. Why? Because you've lost a relationship. Maybe someone has died. Maybe your marriage has failed. Maybe you have a problem with your siblings or maybe you have a problem communicating with one of your children that is so very frustrating when you do everything you know to communicate but there's no response you don't know what to do my friends those kinds of years are very very painful and lost years can also be very embarrassing years you feel embarrassed you feel humiliated In the sight of others because you had such high hopes and they had such great expectations of you. But it all came to nothing. Lost years really can be very embarrassing years. But Jesus is in the restoration business and he said, I will restore to you the years that have been consumed. And he will. Money can be restored. Property can be restored. Relationships can be restored, even time itself can be restored to you. Say, how how do you restore time? Well listen to what the Bible says. Ephesians five sixteen says, Redeeming the time. That word redeem means to buy it back, to get it back again. It's repeated again in Colossians chapter 4 and verse 5, which says, walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time. And the word redeeming here means to buy something that you thought was lost, buy it back, get it back. It may seem that you blew your opportunity and you wasted a lot of years, but the grace of God miraculously enables us to buy back that time and to buy back those opportunities. My friends, Jesus can even restore years to you. Wow. But in Joel 2, verse 25, God said to these people that had been destroyed for multiple years, I will restore to you. And God is saying to you today that he will restore to you the years that the locust. The first phase of destruction came through. You thought it could get no worse. Then the canker worm came, more destruction. Then the caterpillar, then the palmer worm. And by the time all these different attacks move through, you feel like you have lost everything. Well, if that's true, you're the one that's in need of restoration. So in Joel 2, verse 26, God prophesies and says, listen, grab this, take it, and you shall eat in plenty. Say amen. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. That's how much restoration God wants to do in your life. And you will praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. That's God's promise to you, that you'll eat in plenty and you'll even be satisfied. You'll end up raising your hands to praise the name of the Lord your God because he has dealt so wondrously with you and you will never be ashamed. That is God's promise and that's the condition you'll be in when this work of restoration is complete. But how does God restore lost years? Well, first, God begins the process of restoring lost years when you draw near to him. My friends, he is filled with everything good and when you draw near to jesus he draws near to you the bible says that in james chapter 4 verse 6 and 7 draw nigh to god god will draw nigh to you when you have a humble heart that reaches out to god that humility attracts god like metal to a magnet and when you draw near god will draw near to you and when god draws near to you he comes with everything good and that includes everything we saw in the last program when jesus said in Luke chapter 4, verses 16 to 19, all the various anointings that are upon him to bring restoration to the poor, healing to those that are brokenhearted. He brings deliverance to those that have been taken captive. He comes with everything when you draw near to him. All of that comes toward you. Praise God. Hey, plus, Luke 19:10, this powerful verse. The words of Jesus were Jesus himself said. For the Son of Man is come. Who's the Son of Man? That's Jesus. He's talking about himself. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. In the denomination that I grew up in, we were told that verse was about evangelism. That we needed to seek the lost. And my friends, we do. That is true. But this verse is much broader than that. The word lost Is the Greek word apolumi, a form of the word apolumi, what does it mean? It conveys the idea of something that is ruined, wasted, trashed, devastated, or destroyed. It is the very word used in the New Testament translated destroyer to describe the work of the devil. It comes from the word luo, which is used in Luke chapter 3, verse 16, when John the Baptist, speaking of Jesus, said, One comes after me who is mightier than I, the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. That word unloose, this word luo, it means to untie something, to unravel it until it completely comes undone. And it tells us that when the devil does his work of destruction, he unravels us. He unties us until we feel that our life is coming apart at the seams, and Jesus came to seek and to save that which is falling to pieces and coming undone. What about your life? Any area of your life that's become desolate, it's fallen into ruin or into shambles, that's the area that Jesus has come to seek and to save. It's his specialty. And in fact, the word seek is the Greek word zeteo. This word zeteo describes one who fiercely seeks after something. Jesus is bound and determined to restore every area of your life that has fallen into ruin. He is a restorer. And how much does he want to restore you? Well, listen to this. He comes to seek and to save that which was lost. And the word save is the wonderful Greek word sozo. The word sozo implies rescue. Do you have any area of your life that needs to be rescued? This word sozo could be a rescue from a raging sea. Maybe you feel you're in a raging storm right now. It could be a rescue from an illness. Do you need restoration from an illness? It could be a rescue from immediate danger. Maybe it's a danger in a relationship or a danger in your finances. And inherit in this word sozo, here translated save, is a return to safety and soundness, which means Jesus doesn't just do a salvage operation. He does a full-scale restoration operation in our lives. That's what he wants to do in your life. Wow. And when Jesus is done with his work in us, we're not a weaker, substandard version of what we used to be. His work is so much better that it makes us stronger, It makes us magnificent. We're better than what we used to be. And according to Luke chapter 19, verse 10, Jesus is come to seek and to save that which was lost to seek. He is bound and determined to put his hands on any area of your life where waste and destruction has taken place. And his intention is to rescue it and to fully restore it. And my friends, that's what Jesus wants to do in you. And not just you. You may have someone in your family or a friend that has really done some crazy things. They've lost time. They've lost opportunity. Now they're suffering because of their own actions. But if they'll repent, Jesus will draw near to them with all of his restorative powers and he'll put it all in shape again and make them even better than they were before. Say, yes, I claim that in Jesus' name. I'll be back in just a moment and I want to pray for you.
1: Most people have been through rough times in life, and rough times can take a toll on relationships, health, finances, and so many other areas. If you feel you've suffered loss along the way in some area of your life, Jesus is in the restoration business, and he really can restore anything the devil or life has tried to ruin or take from you. In this amazing five-part series, you'll learn... Jesus really can restore what the devil has tried to steal, kill, and destroy in your life. Jesus can restore you from abuse you have experienced. Jesus can even restore years you have lost. Jesus came to bring life back into all the areas where you feel you've been negatively affected and where you feel you've suffered loss. This series is designed to help you get back what the devil has tried to take away from you. And it's available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $10. We're also offering you a special bundle of Denise Renner's books, including You Know What Time It Is, Redeemed From Shame, The Gift of Forgiveness, and Who Stole Cinderella. People all over the world have testified about how God has used these books to liberate and set them free. And we believe they can make a big difference in your life or in the life of someone you love. This power-packed four-book bundle can be yours for just $34. Don't miss this special offer, the series, You Are God's Restoration Project, and the special bundle of Denise's books. Call the number on your screen now, or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
0: This is Rick Renner, and I'm standing inside what's going to be the new studio in our TV studio in Moscow. You have given to make this happen. And right now, as you know, prices in Russia are just skyrocketing because of what's taking place in our part of the world. I want to say thank you to every one of you that have done something sacrificial to help us buy all the materials we need to finish the interior. We need to wrap this up as fast as we can. Proverbs 10 21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many. And I want you to understand that from this spot, we're going to feed people all over the world the word of God. It's not about a building. We're not interested in buildings. This is an anchor that is pivotal for the proclamation and the distribution of the word of God to this entire part of the world, and it is so, so needed. And by being a partner with us and being a part of our giving team to wrap this up, every time the signal goes with the Word of God into people's private spaces all over this part of the world, God is going to credit you with part of the reward for what's going to happen because it's your seed, It's your offerings. It's your sacrifices that are helping us to do this. And when people's lives are transformed, It will be credited to your account. And I want to say thank you for everything that you've already done. Thank you for helping us wrap up phase two of this very important project so we can begin to film programs right here and get the teaching of the Bible to people that are famished for it. And I want to say thank you in advance for being a part of our giving team. Every day this week, we've been talking about the fact that you are God's restoration project. Why don't you just say, Jesus, put your hands on me and release all of your creative energies to recreate me and make me better than I've ever been. Bring restoration into every area of my life. That's what he wants to do. But you have to take it by faith. But I want you to get the series, and today is the last day we're offering it. Called Your God's Restoration Project, and it comes with a study guide. Today is the last day you can order it on the program, and you can order it right now by going online or by giving us a call. And today also is the last day that we're offering a bundle of Denise's books which we've never done on the program before her program called Who's, her book called who stole Cinderella her book called do you know what time it is Denise's book called redeem from shame and Denise's book called the gift of forgiveness this entire bundle can be yours and you will devour these and you know there's a big difference between Denise's books and my books it takes a long time to read my books but you can fly through Denise's books, and by the time you hit the last page, you're going to know what to do. They are just powerful. And please remember that if you need prayer, we want you to call us. Call us right now this minute, or send us your email. And the moment the phone rings, or the moment your email shows up in our inbox, we're going to release our faith, and Jesus Christ is going to step into your life with all of his power to do what needs to be done. But Father, I thank you that you really are the one that restores our souls. Lord, we ask you to release all of your restorative power in our lives and make everything shine again that has fallen into ruin. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being with me, and please remember Ecclesiastes 8 4, where the word of a king is, there is power.
1: Thank you for joining Rick Renner today. For more information about Rick Renner Ministries and product resources, visit renner.org and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.